Welcome everyone to Chronicles of the End Times. I'm Russ Scalzo, and I'm glad to have you here for Episode 2. Today we're going to further our discussion on the rapture and the tribulation period. It is good and important for us to know the plan of God because it gives us great comfort to know that we are in the palm of his hand and that he loves us so much. So today we're going to start We're looking in 2 Thessalonians. We're going to look right at the beginning of 2 Thessalonians chapter 1. And we see that Paul is writing to the church in Thessalonica, and he's telling them to, you know, be strong and continue uh, in him and in God. And uh, he says he, he thanks God for all that they're going through. He thanks God that they're they're persevering and that they're making it through because at this point, the church is under great persecution and great trials. And he goes on to say in verse 4 that, you know, I'm, I see you're going through these great trials and you're enduring and he's encouraging them. And uh, along with that, someone in that time period uh who took a letter that was supposedly from Paul or one of the apostles and said that, you know, the coming of the Lord is here, the day of the Lord is here, and you're already in the great tribulation. And it really uh, upset them at Thessalonica. And so Paul's writing back to them, and he's saying, uh, listen, relax. You know, the great tribulation's not here. The day of the Lord is not here yet. And they thought that they had missed uh, the rapture of the church. They thought, wow, we're, we're already going through this great tribulation. And and they were confusing, as most do today, uh, the persecution that had come to the church with the great tribulation, which is the outpouring of God's wrath upon the rest of the world. Uh, and Paul is telling them in this letter, and he's telling us and encouraging us, no, look, this is the persecution that comes from other people that comes from the enemy, that comes from the world around us. It is not coming from God, but God uses it. And the church flourishes during persecution. It's a historical truth, and uh, it's going to happen again. Uh, many people say, as we uh, just touched on in episode one, that, well, you know, the church is so backslidden, it needs to go through this tribulation. Well, they do not see that prior to this great tribulation, there's going to be a great persecution. And here in the West, and I include uh, you know parts of Europe as well, we haven't seen that yet. And other parts of the world have seen it. And many, as we talked about last time, are suffering under great persecution. And it is coming to America. And the more society moves away from the Word of God, as we discussed, the more Christians are going to stick out with what they believe and how they want to raise their, their families and how they want to live. So persecution is on the way, but it's not the tribulation. And this is what the Thessalonians uh, were worried about. And Paul's saying, no, 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 no. The tribulation hasn't come. And he goes on to tell them, you know, this rise of this Antichrist, which has to come first, and how he's going to come and he's going to work great wonders, false wonders that everyone will will flock to. And more than likely, he will be the one to uh, come up with some type of answer for peace in the Mideast and enable Israel to build 
their temple, and which will lead, as many of you know, to this great moment in uh, three and a half years into the tribulation where he declares himself God in the rebuilt temple. So there was many things that Paul explained to them, and we should take that to heart today. There are some in the world who could say, wow, you know, I can't take any more. I'm already under great persecution. You know, people aren't just calling me names. Uh, They're dragging me out of my house. I've been imprisoned, and some have even been martyred. Paul is telling them, and he's telling us, look, uh, you got to know the difference between the two. Uh, But when the tribulation comes, God is going to pour out his wrath on the ungodly. And in the midst of that, yes, millions will come to Christ because they will realize that the gray area that has been there for so long in Christianity will be gone. Now it'll be either you serve the Antichrist in the world system or you declare yourself a follower of Jesus Christ. There is no more gray area. And God does this for many reasons. When we first came to the Lord, those of you who are listening who know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, you know that there was a crisis moment. There was some type of moment in your life where you had to make a decision and you were brought to the crossroads. Well, this is no different. That is just a a microcosm of what is going to transpire in the whole world. Uh, Revelation 3.10 Uh, specifically says to the Church of Philadelphia, he's saying, you know, because you have been faithful, I'm going to keep you from this hour of temptation and trial that's going to come upon the whole world. So God is once again underlying, if you are faithful, stick with me. Though the world persecutes you, you know, I am coming back and I will take you out of this world. So Paul, again, is continuing to tell them And he says, didn't I tell you this when I was here before? And in verse 5, he says, all this is evidence that God's judgment is right. And as a result, you will be counted worthy of the kingdom of God for which you are suffering. God is just. He will pay back trouble to those who trouble you. So once again, we see that God is going to pay back. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And it's not for us. He's telling them and the Thessalonians, and he's telling us, look, you're being persecuted, I know it's awful, and things that are happening to you are terrible. But you just keep praying for these people. You keep loving these people. You keep living for me, and I will handle it. I got your back. Don't worry about it. I haven't forgotten. I see everything that's happening, and I am a just God. So he says, you know, I'm going to handle it. And then in verse 6, he says, you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who holds it back will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. So who is the he, or what is the what that's holding him back? It can only be the church of Jesus Christ. There is nothing else holding back the evil. I've heard it taught that the Holy Spirit will be taken out, but that's an impossibility. Because the Holy Spirit, being part of the Godhead, is life itself. And without the Holy Spirit, there is no life. So what else is there? It's the church of Jesus Christ. That is the what. That is the he. That is the entity that's holding back evil in this world. We look in the news every day, and we see awful things that men and women do to each other 
because of greed and lust, envy, on and on it goes. So evil definitely exists in this world, but it hasn't taken over the entire world. There are still good things happening. There is still a lot of good going on. So when the church is taken out, the darkness will be great. Jesus said, work while it is yet day, for night comes where no man can work. What is he talking about? He's talking about the darkness of the tribulation. And in this time, it will be very difficult because of the great persecution of the Antichrist and how he'll be ruling over the world and how darkness will be so deep. But yet, in God's mercy and love, millions upon millions, so many that John couldn't even number them when he saw them in Revelation chapter 7, when he asked, who are all these people? And the elder came and said, These are those who have come out of the Great Tribulation. So we know that multitudes will be saved. So when people say to you, well, I know that the church is going through the Tribulation, then what we have to do is provide proof from the Word of God that this is so. And there is no proof in the Word of God that we are going through the Tribulation. Everything that has been spoken in the Old Testament— as we've talked about through Genesis, or the words of Jesus Christ himself when he compared it to Sodom and Gomorrah, when he compared it to the days of Noah, there's always a moment when God calls out for those that he loves to get out because he's about to bring judgment. And verse 22 of Genesis chapter 19 speaks for itself. The angels say, we can't do anything until you get out of here. Once again, God is warning his people to get out of harm's way before he brings down the wrath. And they actually grasped on to them and pulled them out and got them on their way. And it's a great parallel in that statement. When the angels grabbed the hold of them, they seized them and they said, let's go. They pulled them out. And Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17, a very uh, well-known scripture. And he says, after that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. The English phrase caught up translates the Greek word harpazo, which means to seize upon or force or to snatch up. And it is the very same type of picture that's painted of the angels pulling them out, grabbing a hold of them and said, come on, let's go. We can't do anything until you leave this place. And here we see a catching away, uh, which is a seize with force to snatch up suddenly. Jesus used it himself. So we're pretty safe to use that same example in this situation. Knowing the heart of God is the theme, because knowing the heart of God is important in interpreting scripture. And let us remember That doesn't mean that we escape free and clear. The church will be persecuted. A time of persecution is coming, and it's coming soon. But in that same time period, many will be saved. The church will do mighty exploits, because when the church is persecuted, it prospers. This is Russ Scalzo for Chronicles of the End Times, saying join us for Episode 3 which talks about how the church, through this coming persecution, will perform signs and wonders and the great revival that is to come.